0: Welcome back to the Successful Diligence Podcast. I am so grateful that you've decided to join us for episode three. This is Michelle, and um, I hope that you've been enjoying the podcast so far. Definitely feel free to leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to us on. We're on uh, multiple different platforms now. So, wherever you're listening to us, definitely please leave us a review. It matters. Um, If you have questions or you want to reach out, you can always email me at Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E at SuccessfulDiligence.com and I'll definitely make sure to get back with you. So I hope that wherever you are, you're enjoying your day, whether it's in your car, whether you're on a break from work, whether you're in the park, whether you're at home doing errands uh, or, you know, tasks at home. I hope that you're enjoying your day and uh, reflect on the moment and if you're not enjoying your day, I hope that after you listen to the podcast that you are enjoying your day. Hopefully we'll lift your spirits up a little bit Today I wanted to talk about briefly um, self-definition. You know, it's the beginning of the year. We often have all of these things that we're working on um, and we're motivated. And I wanted to talk about who are you? Because who you are is really the foundation of what you believe and then what you do. Because our thoughts become our actions, our actions become our behaviors, and our behaviors become our life. And so you know I want to talk about before we get into other items such as habits and you know mindsets and all of that other good stuff that help us be the best person that we can be to live the best life that we can live, we really have to start at the beginning and you know this week, I was talking with a few of my uh, clients and mentor mentees that I mentor um you know I have a coaching business um and you know we've been talking about who are you because who you are and the definition of self will really direct the the pattern and the course of your life so it's very important to identify you know what is the definition of you is it coming from yourself is it coming from an outside source oftentimes in life We've got a lot of people who are living on autopilot. You've also got a lot of adults who've experienced uh, childhood trauma and they're Reliving their childhood as adults, and so they never actually mature and grow up, because we all know that maturity is a choice. Um, we all have choices in this world, and you know some of, some of us make those choices, and others, others of us decide to bury things and just go on autopilot and you know i 'm not judging there is, it just is what it is you know i 've learned now that when things come to me or they come up for me for myself. I don't judge them. So let's say I have an emotion where I get angry, or I get regretful. Um, You know, I say to myself, I'm going to process this, and I'm going to understand it so that I can move forward. And I'm not going to judge it. So you know, that that's something that I've done, we can talk more about that in a later podcast. But in terms of identifying self, you know, the question of who am I, you know, sit with that for a moment, who am I, and you know, different words may come up. Um, different thoughts may come up, but I encourage you to think about, you know, what narrative comes up for you. Am I, you know, the person who always fails and tries so hard and never gets anything done? Am I the person who is a people pleaser and I always have to be there for other people and be the helper, but no one really takes care of me? Am I the person that is driven and is going to be successful in whatever I do? Come hell or high water. You know, who are you? Who who is the person that you are? What what attributes would you describe if someone asked you if you were a guest on the podcast and I said, "You know, who are you?" What would you say? What would your response be? Well, I'm Michelle. Okay, that's great. That's your name. But who what, what does that mean? Who are you as a person? Who are you as a being? You know, what is your purpose for being here in life? Um, I was thinking this week, uh, this past week about the the butterfly and the process that a caterpillar goes through to become a butterfly. And you know, if you ask the caterpillar, who are you? They would say, well, I'm this ugly caterpillar, I slither along, I eat leaves. You know, my whole goal and focus is to eat, 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 and get fat, because that's what I'm supposed to be doing, right? (laughs) And that's true. That's what a caterpillar does. But is that really what a caterpillar is? Is that really who that is? No, the caterpillar is really the butterfly, just in a different stage of life, right? So, you know, after the caterpillar goes through that feeding stage and getting, it's ugly and fat and hairy and I'm not a bug person, you may think caterpillars are beautiful and I, I respect that that perspective, um, but, you know, then they go into their cocoon where they're alone and it's dark and they're eating themselves and it's a very lonely place, right? So that's the next stage. And if you ask the caterpillar, who are you, when they're in that cocoon, they might say things that are very negative, like, Oh, I'm just, I'm all alone. And I have no food, I have to eat myself. And I have to take care of myself. Nobody takes care of me. No one's there for me. Blah, 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 right. So that narrative of no one's there for me, I have to depend on myself. Nothing I do is right. I'm just in this cocoon. And this is all I I can't get out. You know, blah, blah. Is that really who the caterpillar is? No, that's just the second stage of their metamorphosis. And then when it's time for the caterpillar to break out and be a butterfly, they have to struggle. So they make a crack in the cocoon. They have to push themselves out. It takes a, it takes a process. They have to push themselves out. And, you know, it's interesting. I read an article once where if you cut the cocoon while the, the butterfly is still, you know, protruding out of it they'll never be able to fly because part of the process of pushing out of that cocoon, it moves the fluid from their body into their wings and it gives the wings strength to fly. So the struggle of coming out of that dark, lonely place is what gives the butterfly the strength to fly. Now just marinate on that for a minute because It's very similar to our process as well. Oftentimes in life, you know, we're children, we have these great plans. I think I mentioned I used to want to be an astronaut and and go to the moon until I learned about math and science and I'm not good at math and science and so that wasn't an option for me and no one really trained me or told me what I was good at. I I had no idea what I could do and my life was full of a lot of failure because, you know, I grew up in a divorced household. My father left my life when I was three. And I never heard from him. Never got a dime from him. He just disappeared. So it was like I didn't have a father. I was born in the 70s, and in the 70s, it was not popular um, or very common to be biracial. And my father is black, and my mother is Jewish, and so I'm a biracial individual. And that wasn't very common. It wasn't very well known. And I attended a private Jewish school where I was the only brown, you know, brown-skinned person. But my narrative, my identity was not that I was a a biracial kid or a a brown person because I didn't know what that was. No one talked to me about that. My identity was that I was just a Jewish kid like everybody else, except that everybody else knew that I was different and treated me different. And because I didn't have a a frame of reference, I internalized that into myself and started to develop a narrative of low self-worth, low self-esteem, right? We can all see how this is going. And it took a process that, you know, over the course of my life, at times has been very dark, very lonely. Um, The negative narrative and self talk that I engaged in led me to some very dark places in life. And, you know, I'll I'll share some of that as well, because some of the darkness can lead to the greatest uh, parts of life that are, are full of light and wisdom. So But you know, I I experienced some very dark places. And the struggle of coming out of those darkness out of those dark places out of those negative experiences, retraining my brain out of the negative self talk out of the dark mindset patterns that I had developed is what gave me knowledge and wisdom and strength and character and a perspective that has only allowed me to thrive and live my best life. And so I don't regret any of those negative experiences. I don't regret the trauma. I don't, you know, regret anything. I've forgiven so much because I appreciate now on the other side that that struggle to come out of that dark cocoon gave me the strength to fly. And, you know, it's interesting, the butterfly, once they make that transition and they push the the fluid into their wings and they're flying in in, in the earth and in, in on the planet, they don't see the beauty that's on their wings. So if you know different kinds of, of butterflies, I, the monarch is what comes to mind. The beautiful patterns on their wings and beautiful, you know, um, different colors and and just vibrancy but they don't see that because it's on their wings and they can't their eyes are not you know where they can see their wings but the world can see the beauty so what am i saying i'm saying that oftentimes in that dark cocoon place of our life we can't see the beauty that's going to come out of that and when we're struggling to get out of that cocoon out of that dark place We're gaining our strength, we're gaining our knowledge, we're gaining our wisdom, and when we start to fly, you have no idea who will be able to see the beauty of your experiences and the beauty of who you will become And that will make such an impact. Even people that you may never know who they are, never meet. So for example, I'll walk down the street sometimes and because I have a peace now and I'm just, my my husband calls me Big Bird because I'm just always smiling and happy, but that affects other people. And there's a beauty in that where I'll never know their name. I don't know who they are. I've never speak to them, but the smile and the, the peace and the joy that I can you know, resonate out, they're able to pick up on that. And for a moment, they can feel what I experience, and that can bless their life, and that can enhance their life for the good. And so what I'm saying is, appreciate and honor your struggle. And, you know, when you're in that that dark place and that cocoon place in your life, because we all go through it, you know, instead of focusing on the darkness, or the loneliness, or the negativity of whatever it is you're going through, try and remember that this is helping me identify who I am. And if I can get through this, and I can push my way out of this, there's going to be a beauty that I'll be able to share with the world that no one else can. Because let's face it, we are all individuals. There is not one person on this earth who is the same. Um, you know, we all have something to contribute to the world, we all have something to offer, whether it's small, whether it's big, whether it's, you know, an Einstein level, or whether it's a smile on the street, you know, that kind of thing. Honor that because it's important. And you're here for a reason. And you know, I was telling one of my mentees uh, that if we think about conception, And the billions of sperm that go out there looking for that egg and the the odds of fertilization of an egg and and conception. And it's like one in a trillion. You have to Google it because I didn't I didn't do that. So I apologize. But my point is that it's not like an everyday odd thing that, oh, yeah, we get pregnant just like that. You know, some people struggle for all their life to get pregnant and are unable to. And the fact that you made it to the earth from conception, through pregnancy, through childhood, through where, to where you are now. The fact that you're here and alive and breathing means that you have something to offer. So I just encourage you to focus on that because whatever you focus on, you get more of. And if you focus on where you're headed, if you focus on what good can I extrapolate from this place that I'm in, you know, what can I learn, how can I help someone, what can I offer from this situation trust me, you will bless the world and impact the world in such a great way. And it will in turn come around and bless you back because whatever we put out there in the in the world, it does come back to us. It may not come back right away. But whatever we put out there does come back to us. So I just encourage you to think of the butterfly impact. (laughs) Let's call it that. And I hope that this week as you marinate on that, that you really um, start to, to think about, you know, who am I and why am I here? What what can I offer the world? What is it that I have that nobody else has that I can offer? You know, whether it's a smile, whether it's a perspective, whether it's a piece of knowledge that I've gained whether it's a song that I can write, whether it's a song that I can sing, you know, whether it's a hug that I can offer someone, whether it's just sitting with someone, you know, through their dark place and, you know, not helping them get out of their cocoon, but sitting there and encouraging them and and saying, you can do this, keep pushing, keep pushing, and then celebrating the beautiful butterfly that comes out. So I hope that you found some value in that and um, look forward to our next episode, which is going to be our quote episode. So if you're noticing, every week, we're going to do a little bit of a longer episode, and then a quote episode. And uh, until next time, keep walking.